Hey, good morning, Brandon. Uh, it's Cosmo and Cat from the Y107 Morning Show. Morning. Uh, we figured uh, since you have us on your show a lot, we're going to try a new bit on our show since you're leaving radio. Um, <clears throat> we're going to try a new segment on our show called Cat Karaoke. Cat, uh, you ready, <laughs> ready to sing a song? Okay. Yes. A and a two and a three. Now that we've come to the end of the road and I can't let go. There we go. It's a That's it. And I forgot the rest. Wave those arms. <laughs> Brandon, thank you so much, man. You are an unbelievable broadcaster uh, and an even better friend to all of us. Thank you. And uh, get some regular shoes. You can't wear flip-flops at the Capitol. We will miss you. You're the best. And I'm wearing regular shoes today. He is. You <laughs> with should... socks. With socks. Show them. In shorts. It feels unnatural. <laughs> it, it don't feel right, I'll tell you that. But if you're watching on our YouTube channel, you see the girls uh, got me a pair of... Uh, Please don't fall. Uh, ...of socks. Still time for workers' comp, Clay. So I put on <laughs> shoes and... Uh, yeah, Pants. And <laughs> I put on pants this morning. Thank goodness. Uh, usually I'm not. And we're all, we're all wearing red. Uh, except for Marsh, because we brought him eyes. Uh, He's got red on his shirt. He does have red. He's he got does. a shirt that says, Wake Up uh, Mid-Missouri. It's collector's item. Rathert. It says collector's <laughs> item. <laughs> Trying to find a black sharpie cross your name out. Uh. <laughs> uh, but the shirt I'm wearing says, World's okayest radio talk show host. And this was a shirt that uh, Hannah got me when she was in the third grade, and I came to give us a speech to her, uh, her third grade trigonometry class at Centralia High School. Well, and while we're on the topic of shirts, we have an extra gift for, <laughs> for you. Um, and I want you to see the picture of it, because then it will... Anyway. So, we got you a shirt, uh, and I think our listeners will enjoy it. I'm going to have you read what it says. Okay, it's a shirt that says... I'll be on time-ish, heavy on the ish. <laughs> and it's even funnier because the shirt is not on time. So <laughs> It was supposed to be here yesterday. And something happened. But anyway, it's on Amazon time. Huh? We'll get it to you. But uh, I think ish. the government's going to want you to be more than on time-ish. Yeah. It, uh. We had a really funny... A Facebook comment from a wake up family member earlier this week saying, I can just picture the first time that Brandon's running a little late for work in the AG's office. And I could just picture Brandon going, But Attorney General, it's eight o'clock ish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another, and this, and I'm only bringing this up because it's something we got over the years people would mention uh, once in a while. Another thing that I was really big on besides the ish uh, at uh, ProFish Fitness. Uh, Hopefully, it'll be a good weekend. I, uh, it, gives, it gives folks, I think, uh, I'll speak. Coming up, leftovers. A uh, couple of things we didn't get a chance to, to get during to uh, get to during the show, but it's still good. <laughs> One of the things we've always enjoyed, our abilities to laugh at ourselves, which I think is just a great human quality to have. I think that we, over the years, have gotten more comments about you saying, uh, a lot. Yeah. Then when folks complain that Stephanie and I say like too much. <laughs> and you know. <laughs> you know terrible. No. I, I would add the being able to laugh at ourselves, but being able to disagree and do it respectfully. Yes. This show has a... Most of the time. This, no, I, I disagree. I, <laughs> but I, I think this show has a big tint. I mean, I mean that, and I've di yeah. I've disagreed with you. I've, mm -hmm. I disagreed with you on Doctor Yearwood publicly a couple yeah. of times. Um, 
we we both uh, asked some very good questions about that uh, that drag show after it came up. But I mean, the point of the matter is that doesn't always happen on radio shows where people disagree. It can be pretty you know heated. Never been like that, and uh, that's kudos to you. Well, and we got a cool Facebook comment along that same vein um, from Dalton, and he commented on the Wake Up Men Missouri Facebook page saying. While Brandon and I have opposing political opinions, I've been a longtime fan of the show and will miss his commentary and humor. So I thought that was really cool. That is nice. And, and by the way, we uh, thank you for the tax. Um, we won't be able to respond to them today. But please know, as a matter of fact, it, I, so at 9 o'clock, I'm not leaving. Um, I'm flying out to go see Stephanie and I are on the same flight, incidentally. You're crazy. Get away from me. <laughs> we didn't know this until yesterday. Oh, my goodness. She's going to Vegas. I'm going to carve pumpkins with the grandbabies in Idaho. Um, so I will be staying here to make sure that I read every single text. I probably won't be able to get to them all. But I want you to know uh, I am doing uh, doing that. Um, so I was going through cleaning out my desk. It was kind of interesting, the things that I found. And I only thought about this because you mentioned the Columbia Public School District, yeah. which is how um came to know a lot of people because these parents felt so helpless by just some of the the, the incredibly dark things mm -hmm. that have happened with the district. And even to make it worse, you have the jaws of the school district who did a very poor job and continues to do a poor job, uh, in my opinion. But as I was cleaning out my desk, I had some letters where I was sent an email by the spokesperson um, basically saying these were, uh, what I was saying was uh, personal attacks, and they were not. And I had to point out to her, facts are not attacks. And one of the issues was I had asked for time from the district for interviews. Oh, it's not true. And I had to send emails to prove, no, you are wrong. Facts are not a text. I also found a Stephanie Bell credit card in my desk. Wow. How you did been. I get one of Stephanie Bell's credit cards? I've been known to leave stuff behind. Uh, I found 87 of <laughs> these in my desk. I go. My second oh, probably all the ones you've accused us of stealing over yeah. the years, you jerk. You should have seen. So he has this weird pin that like a 10-year-old girl would have. And actually, when we were at the parade... One of the judges asked for a pin, and I you let her borrow the pin, and Whoa. she kind of looked at it and then looked at him and was like, what on earth? Look at all the glitter. Yeah. <laughs> it needs some feathers or something out the top of it. Uh, Are you taking that to the AG's office? Yes. Okay. <laughs> all 87 of them. Uh, oh, one of the other things I found, um, come to find out, I hung out with this woman. Uh, turns out she was robbing banks. And the pictures. That was her name or is what she was doing? Wow. <laughs> Robin Banks. <laughs> what was she known as? Like the bad hair? The bad hair bandit. Wow. And uh, so I had some pictures and I had news stories to uh, to show, yeah, wow. I was hanging out with this gal. But the bad hair bandit, and this was in Twin Falls, Idaho. And I'll tell you something about this uh, this gal. And I'll show up some of these um, some of these pictures. But it's this one right there and i met her at a charitable event and she was a nurse so Wait, she is that donald trump in the middle <laughs> no that's mr rathard um she was a nurse robbing banks well with bad hair 
So she was a nurse, and she was involved in charity. That's how we wow. met, because we were involved in several different <laughs> charitable services. Charity, yeah. Is that a humble brag? <laughs> no, like Robin Hood kind of charity, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, saying it to give some context, this woman was dedicating her life to being of service to other people. As a nurse... And doing charitable work. And then years later, somebody reached out and said, hey, do you remember uh, so-and-so? And I was like, yeah, I remember her. And said, so, well, check this out. And it's a story in California. She was putting on wigs and hats and robbing banks. She became known as the bad hair. I mean, had the nickname and everything. Apparently is what had happened to her is she went... She worked in the uh, went to work in the prison system as a nurse and ended up meeting somebody who was an inmate there. And then when... He got out. Apparently, they hooked up, and then he had her. Well, I sounds say, like a Netflix series well, in the making. Un- unfortunately, I worked for the Department of Corrections, and that has happened more than once. Unfortunately, really? Oh, not not necessarily robbing banks, but yeah. I mean, we had um, it's it's similar things have happened. Let's just put it that way. It's it, it happens more than it should. It yeah. really, and they warn you, they train you in the training. You're going to fall in love. Some of you are going to fall in love with offenders, and people shake their heads. No, it happens. Well, happens yeah. more than it should. Yeah. Uh, and then the. Thank you. Oh, by the way, one of the other folks I know a lot of folks don't uh, won't know who she is, but uh, Becky James, who's one of the folks here in the Zimmer Building, she's been amazing over the years. She's given us crap showing she's wearing flip flops. <laughs> Another- Photobombing Brian Houseworth is what she's doing. <laughs> uh, another one of the things I found on my desk while cleaning it out was a letter. And I had not been here very long. And I went and did an event. It was like a luncheon for senior citizens or something. And when I went there, I had, uh, had these little radios. And I gave one to this lady. She was like 84 years old. A couple weeks later, I get a letter from this lady. Uh, and I just I thought it was really, really sweet. And she says, Dear Brandon Rather, God bless you for the beautiful radio you gave me at the recent Senior Citizens Lunch. And she says, I'm 84 years old and I live at this retirement home. She says, most of my people are gone. She says, it's nice to know that someone thinks of me. And I'm appreciative of your gift and it was beautiful chatting with you. God bless you for your kindness to an old forgotten lady. She says, my roommate is 95 and she always had her own radio, but she would never let me listen to it. The other day, her radio fell and broke into a lot of pieces. It was awful. She asked me if I could listen to mine. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathard. Birthday uh, coming up, and it's the big 5-0 for uh, the 4-0. Oh, oh. The 4-0, the 4 <laughs> She got a big birthday. But, like, she has this. Like, she has. You're a, in trouble. She has it. True international dash, double the pressure. See, Word. Go ahead, Marsh. Try that. <laughs> I think it was an old lyric from an old Queen song. <laughs> <laughs> right? True and international dash, double the pressure. What's happening? Uh, the day we had to explain Bidenisms. Good morning, 826. Time for the Morning Bell Business News with a little twist that only Stephanie Bell can give you. Futures are feeling good this Friday. They are all <laughs> in the green. Not ours. <laughs> 
Hey, now we are excited for next week. We do. I do want to let folks know we've got Caleb Browden on the show on cool. Monday. We haven't talked to him since his big announcement for Secretary of State. Um, so excited to hear about his future. Um, also, we're going to talk to the chairman of the Missouri Young Republicans, Frank Catanzaro. He um, is always interesting. And I want to get kind of like the state of Missouri Young Republicans, how their membership's looking. Are they growing? What they're hearing. So excited for that. Um, but for your morning bell, Brandon, you're going to you're going to need a new morning routine. It's going to change here. And so, Boy, howdy. I'm excited. I get to listen to Wake Up. I, people say because occasionally I meet somebody and usually it's, you know, some kind of progressive and it's very well. I don't listen to your show. I'm like, no big deal. I don't ever get to listen either. Now I get to listen. This will be part of my morning routine. You sure do. So there was um, a Wall Street Journal reporter like interviewed CEOs and then tried to replicate their morning routines. And he said, CEO morning routines are bananas. Um, He was often late to work and showing up hungry because most of their routines involved working out, which, you know, you always like to talk about your time at the gym. And so most of these folks try to get their gym time in before he talked to um, the J.P. Morgan Chase uh, CEO. And apparently uh, this guy reads what he says, tons of stuff, newspapers. Maybe he listens to the radio, but he he basically consumes information. But he reads for two hours before work. Then he does 45 minutes of aerobics, light weights, or stretching. He eats a healthy breakfast and then heads on into the office. Um, But a lot of these routines are are rather lengthy. But most of them, again, uh, include a workout. Um, Some of them include meditation. I think, have you ever meditated, Brandon? Yeah, I do. Now, meditation, I think a lot of us, we hear meditation, people think it's sitting there going, oh. Like the picture of this guy? (laughs) Like that, dude. I consider meditation, I guess it's up to each individual, but I just figure me talking and listening to my God, that's to me, that's what meditation is. Yeah. And yeah, you're talking like yoga meditation. Yeah, and so this that I don't do. They talk to this president of Range Digital Ventures, and he gets up at six. He meditates, then has a double espresso, and then runs three (laughs) to five miles. Really, it's like Warren Buffett goes eats three egg McMuffins, right? (laughs) Right, and I I was expecting someone, at least one person, to be the cold plunge bro or whatever, because that's really popular among uh, business folks these days. Um, But this guy was just like these. These are unattainable and who has this much time and it assumes you know you don't have any like little people to care for or other things going on in your life um but he and he said you know meditation was pretty hard because he had a lot to do and uh and he was like getting interrupted by his email so have you thought about your morning routine brandon well thank goodness somebody posted on facebook i was saying man I think this is karma. As much as I've complained about the tri level and I've given out the <laughs> phone number for MoDot, call MoDot because watch what you wish for. This is Wake Up Mid Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Parson. Hey, Henry, you know, I, I heard your son there talking about the Supreme Court part. Come on. So I'm going to nominate him for the Supreme Court. <laughs> I'm not sure, Governor, but I am not real positive that's a good idea. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's the trouble with parents. They're always on. About that. <laughs> <laughs> poor white inner city in a fact. By the way, I say that all the time, and we also on the text, 874-9390. Brandon, ask your dad, does he exaggerate with some of the stories that he tells? No, I don't. Brandon does. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not exaggerate. And you just said... He went on to say, my dad said, and you just said I growed up in a poor neighborhood. Yeah, that's uh, what I said. And uh, one of the things that I've... Um, man, I was just... 
very pleased with over the years was that Zimmer would allow my dad and that you guys too would allow my dad to come in and co-host sometimes. And the my, big guy, the big guy, yeah, great radio. It was really, really good, and he um, he's a, a good sport, good isn't he? What a good man, a real genuine man, yeah. um, and I mean that, it, it, and, and funny, funny too. And unfortunately, I've uh, unfortunately over the past several years to have really. Um, Restrengthened my relationship with my dad um, because I was gone for a lot of years. And that's since he got in the oil business, especially. <laughs> no, he's uh, he's in the oil industry uh, in uh, Arnold, Missouri, slinging smokes and beers. To <laughs> folks at a gas station is a is a uh, clerk at a gas station. But um, I'm fortunate to uh, and like I rely on my dad a lot now, not just to talk, but almost on a. Uh, not, prof- not professional, well, maybe some professional guidance, but we have these conversations and some of my favorite times are at the kitchen when I go and see my dad and we sit there at the kitchen table and talk until, you know, all hours of the night for a couple of old dudes. I'm talking like midnight. <laughs> I mean, that's all hours of the night for us. Sure. Fair. And, um, you know, to get stories about the family history and to watch them attempt to plod through playing the piano and stuff like that. But I'm especially appreciative that you guys let them come and crash a party sometimes. And that Zimmer, because, um, man, every time my dad comes here, Zimmer takes care of my dad when he comes awesome. on the show. They make sure that, that, you know, he's got a place to stay. Union scale mm-hmm. the whole deal. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, and it's been, that's been a thrill. Um, then to be able to say, you know, hey, you know, me and my dad, we got to do this stuff. Uh, and it's just been, it's been really cool. Welcome to the show. Wake up, Mid-Missouri. There's Stephanie Bell. Good morning. Uh, one of my favorite moments in the show from over the years. A lot of, we keep saying favorites. By the way, I think if there's anything big that happens news-wise, we'll make sure that we... we we're, we're good. Yeah. Uh, okay, wait, wait, thank wait, you. Yeah, we All are, the we bridges up over the Missouri the River, Roachport. Murder, murder suspect captured at Fulton State Hospital. We're good right now. Is the tri-level still in existence? Tri-level is still in existence. Sam Crave still working to get federal funding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let us know how that works out, Congressman. <laughs> um, one of my favorite moments on the show, a lot of favorite moments on the show, are things that didn't necessarily happen here on the show. Uh, I'm not kidding when I say this, but anytime Stephanie has asked me to be a part of her things in her life on a professional level with Ellinger Bell or what she does here in mid-Missouri, I'm always like, wow, if she's asked me to do this, I should probably go and seriously have been honored. I know Hannah likes to tease me and say I'm a kid, <laughs> but it, that's legit. One of my favorite times was when Stephanie Bell was being honored at the annual Zonta event. Stephanie says we become women without limits by recognizing and celebrating the unique strengths of women and lifting up women around us. That is what she strives to do. Stephanie Bell. That was a beautiful moment. Beautiful. And I had to go to be a jackass and ruin it all by being in the background. Brandon is standing or sitting behind me in the video shot making... Mugging for the camera. Silly faces. And everyone's like, did you see Brandon? I was like, no, I sure On the didn't. huge big screen. He was behind you. Oh, on yeah. On, there were two big screens. But no, I mean, Brandon, it's been just an honor to work with you. And I think when I first came in, the... Um, I'm not going to cry. The... Um, oh, gosh. Who's going to cry first? I'm not going to cry. Um, <laughs> we have Jeff, been taking bets this week. I know. Uh, but our, So the folks we work with said it's really interesting when you co-host with somebody because it's almost like an arranged marriage. Hmm. There's, you know, sometimes you hate each other, sometimes you love each other, but you really got to get along. But arranged marriages usually don't go very well. And I will say also, I think the radio industry, and we know this, is, you know, 
could use some more women, right? And mm-hmm. so it's not Always. it's not necessarily. And so you know, you hear you know that's a male dominated industry, and I want people to know as much as you call me older older woman, older woman. or you say <laughs> the chick. word chick. Um, you'll always be my first radio host, co-host, my introduction to radio. And I wish more people in the industry got the experience that I have gotten getting to work with you. Oh, man. That's nice. Thank you. Uh, it is kind of nice to have somebody mentor you, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It, it does. It, and, and, and you're right about the, the everything you said. Here's one of the things I've appreciated about Stephanie. I've learned the importance of being more detailed on things. <laughs> I have a, That's been a slow and painful education. <laughs> from an attorney, no less. You're welcome, Mr. Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> I've trained him up. Is, is Stephanie going to get a sign-on bonus for you? <laughs> so, I haven't put it all in, into practice, but I have learned hmm. uh, that from uh, Stephanie. Brian Halsworth, when he became a part of Wake Up Mid-Missouri, I think one of the coolest things is... No matter what statewide elected <laughs> official we had on, how many times did they stop down at the end of a conversation that we were having here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri and go, and Brian Howsworth? <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a great find. He yep. used to chase me through the halls of the Capitol. Yeah. <laughs> and they were just so Still glad does. to see you again. It's yes. like they, they're a long-lost friend. It yes. had been like several, and they were like, Brian, it's so good to see you again. Every awesome. single one. Yes. And I think the coolest On story. On both sides of the aisle, too. Yes. Was then Treasurer Scott Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. coming on, and he shared a specific story. Because we heard this from everybody, but he shared a specific story. is when he was in the house. Mm-hmm. And he was he was on some finance committee, something budget committee, budget committee, and he knew he was running late for the next meeting, the caucus. You knew he was running late, and you were very in a very apologetic fashion. Said, "Mr. Fitzpatrick, I'm sorry to keep you from this, but I'm not understanding, yep. and I want to make sure I get this right." That's right. That's right. Exactly. And right. he was late. And you were running late, but he talked about the importance of you stopping to get it right. Well. Go, go ahead, Stephanie. Well, my, and my favorite was, I think he also said something nice about Brian, but Brian had to run out for some emerging news thing. <laughs> and you did a Houseworth impersonation because he was saying something really nice. And you go, mm-hmm, thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see if you can, you can find that. But that's, I had to go record a weather, you know. But um, that that story, and, and I, I have some thoughts on Brandon. That story was about the budget committee. It was very confusing what they were saying. And the Republicans were going to caucus. It was a very important caucus meeting. Todd Richardson was the speaker. And I asked him if I got a few moments. And Richardson, speaker, understood. And so did the budget chair. Because the budget chair told me he'd rather, he was he was interested that I wanted to get it right. And he was late for the committee. In fact, I, I, we had to go leave the committee because the caucus members uh, started coming in. It didn't take a long thing, but we got it right. And he appreciated that about that. But Brandon, you've been just awesome to work with. I appreciate when I was at Missouri Net, you had me on many, many times. And I, I appreciate that. Um, the the influence you'll have in this, this community, I know you'll do a great job. But there's one thing, one story, and it, it, you may not remember that really sticks out to me and i think of some of the best radio i ever heard and i was i was basically a resident because i was working at missouri net was december of 2016 there was a terrible ice storm worst ice storm i've ever been in we weren't supposed to we weren't even under a winter storm advisory and i was stuck it took me two hours to get um from basically downtown out to the links in columbia should be a 10 minute drive two hours 
and uh, the Columbia bus, buses were stuck on Clark Lane. They were out there for seven hours. And I don't know if you remember, you took phone calls from people calling mm-hmm. in. And it was some of the best. Ra- it was phenomenal radio. And you you had Tony Lupo on. It was incredible. And I just felt I didn't know you all that well. But I felt like I kind of knew you just the way you were talking. And there was a poor lady that called in. Her daughter worked at Olive Garden. She was very appreciative mm-hmm. of the information because you mentioned Olive Garden was closed. May not me- seem like a big deal, but to her it was a big deal. So great job. Uh, I think this is the audio <laughs> of Brian. Uh, so Scott Fitzpatrick, then Treasure, complimenting Housworth, and Housworth walks out of the studio. Brian, congratulations on on uh, your move. You're you're a great journalist, and I'm glad to to see you over here, man. Well, thank you, Scott. I appreciate that very much. <laughs> Scott Fitzpatrick. That's my Brian Houseworth. <laughs> did a good job. <laughs> did all right. Very good. Very good. Thanks, thanks uh, Brandon. And John Marsh, one of the things that I've always <laughs> learned from you and appreciated about you, no matter how serious the work that you do, having done journalism in mid-Missouri along with Houseworth for 30-plus years, the thing that I've appreciated about you too it, it, very much is... You still have a sense of humor. Can't take it too seriously. Yeah, you have a sense of humor about these things. And I love the contrast. With, <laughs> with, and Brian is funny, but he doesn't... You don't know how funny you are sometimes. <laughs> it's another thing I appreciate about you. Um, but yeah, that, that it's you... It's going to make you sing, Brian. <laughs> that you have a sense of humor about those things. Uh, I just... is remarkable because of the serious... There was nat- a certain pundit who might disagree with you, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, Dick Morris. Uh, That's great. One of my favorite moments on the show is how we played it numerous times when we had Dick Morris on. Of course, he worked in the Clinton administration. Now he makes his money polling. Hmm. And John Marsh and Dick Morris was talking... This was a year ago, over a year ago. Yeah, it was. Talking about how he thought how polling was going to go. And Marsh said, well... He was talking about how good he was, basically. How he always nailed it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Marsh asked him, "Well, what happened, <laughs> what happened in 2012 when you predicted when you predicted um, Mitt, Mitt Romney? Mitt Romney, and it was yeah, it uh, it, it was savage. But importantly, it wasn't out. It wasn't. It, it was only because he was really rude when he joined and he mm. was rude through the whole thing and just not. Yeah, he was. He just, just pitching his book and all. And we tried to, you know." He was like, oh, I'm the greatest pollster ever came down the pike. It's like, what happened with Mitt Romney? John yeah. said, fact check. <laughs> <laughs> he also happened to predict Joe Manchin would be defeated in 2018, and that was not correct. <laughs> uh, and then producer Hannah, who had to deal with people like Dick Morris and <laughs> Bill O'Reilly behind the scenes. Uh, Bill O'Reilly used to be on uh, Fox. Now he's got a podcast. Um one of the times he called, and w- so Hannah would call before these guests come on the show, and then we try to talk to him when we can. And Bill O'Reilly, Hannah's experience with Bill O'Reilly. That's why I talk about these things. That, you know, whether you talk politics and all this stuff, and you're never going to agree. You know, who's the perfect candidate? What is the perfect candidate? Um, but when treat people treat other human beings mm. uh, poorly. Mm. Uh, it says a lot about you That's right. as a human being. And I love Bill O'Reilly's thoughts, love what he's done. Um, but the way he treated Hannah that day, what did he do exactly? Um, he called in and was, I mean, he was just kind of short with me. Um, and then when I said, okay, I'm going to get you on hold, he got upset and he said, don't call me until you're ready for me. <laughs> Click hung up on me. Wow. And it was only like 
two minutes. So I almost immediately had to dial him back and be like, hey. So <laughs> Hannah hung up and called him right back. Pretty much. And Bill, he knew he knew how this uh, stuff worked. But And the other thing that I've appreciated about Hannah is, uh, you know, I, I was reminded. Well, I wouldn't even say reminded. I learned, you know, I can learn stuff from anybody if I pay attention and be willing to listen. Because there are a lot of times for various reasons. Ah, you don't know what you're talking. I would go Dick Morris on her. Phone <laughs> <laughs> lines were all down. <laughs> <laughs> or blame it on something. And, and eventually, over a period of time, I thought, you know, maybe if I just stop and listen. And I've learned the same thing with politics. People with, you know, opposing ideologies... I will stop and listen to you. Sure, a lot of times I already know because what you're talking about is so insane. I already know uh, that you're, you know, what you're talking about is complete and utter BS. But I still listen. And that was one of the things that I learned from producer Hannah from that day in her fourth grade physics class <laughs> at Centralia High School. Coming up, we're going to do some leftovers before we get into the Gary Nolan Good show. Times. Easy credit ripples. Yes. I know my. lucky we got them. <laughs> Mid-Missouri, featuring Brandon Rathert. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. We know the need to not lend our underwears to other kids. Wait correctly, this is what a bullfrog sounds like. The Missouri State Animal is the Missouri Mule. In case y'all were wondering, a mule is not a jackass. A jackass is a male donkey. I looked it up. A mule is a half horse, half donkey. And here's what a jackass sounds like. America built a of decency. Uh, whoops, wrong cut. <laughs> Sorry. That was just an accident, right? That was an accident. Uh-huh. That was not on purpose. Uh, some of our favorite moments from the shows here in Leftovers. <laughs> Did you see a listener Brian's text that we just got? Speaking of favorite moments mm-hmm. from the last several years. He said, my favorite story on Brandon, I introduced him to my wife at Wingdings one year, and he totally hit on her. My wife was flattered. (laughs) I don't remember that. Really? Conveniently. Mm -hmm. Mm. I know people were sharing on Facebook, and a lot of people's favorite moment was the uh, dog pooping in the studio. Mm -hmm. Another one that came up a lot was when you knocked the pastor off the stage that's at the governor's prayer breakfast. Yeah, that you know, that's gotta be probably one of the toppers, I think, but all the cool things that have happened that we've been able to share with you as a member of the Wake Up Mid Missouri uh family. And here's what I'm most excited about. I get to listen. I've never been able to listen to the show. I'm stoked to be able to now become a listener of Wake Up Mid Missouri. I am really excited. I'm excited, too. Hopefully, you're tuning in on Monday because we're going to talk to Caleb Browden, who has announced for Secretary of State. So excited to hear his thoughts on the race and 2024. Uh, it was emceeing the governor's prayer uh, breakfast. That's something else that I've really appreciated over the years, that past two years, to be asked by the Missouri governor's office uh, to, to emcee the annual prayer breakfast. Every governor does it. It's not just a Mike Parson thing. It happens every year. And it's one of those. It's, it's kind of like the last day of session where everybody all of a sudden gets along. That's kind of the governor's prayer breakfast. You know, you have Republicans, Democrats, 800 p- people in the room, and basically they get along, and then they don't for the next four Yeah, months. basically <laughs> it's before the session starts. Yeah, that's right. Have a hearty breakfast. You're going to need it. <laughs> yeah, and to ask to have been part of that, and really the radio stations, you know, they have the shows to, invited to do the show there, and to be able to get up on stage and emcee the, the governor's prayer breakfast has been an incredible experience, uh, except for this year. 
following. So it's a stage they bring in um, to the uh, Capitol Plaza Hotel. Or, yeah, Capitol Plaza Hotel. Mm-hmm. They bring it in. So it's, I don't know. I'm probably exaggerating to say it's four feet high. Um, but at the end of the event, walking back, me and the pastor getting out of the way so that everybody get photos with the governor and stuff and walk back too far. And Bang. Yeah. Fell. Grab the pastor, though. Thank goodness. Got to have a pastor to lean on, so to speak. Yeah.